Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to A View from the Bullens in partnership with the Fitzrovia Bell London, our official away day pub for all Evertonians. And fanscapes.co.uk. Made by fans for fans. I, I think Rafa Benitez is a good manager. Is he right for Everton? No. Yeah. Not a chance. Probably just won't wear it. He's, he's Liverpool. They won't, they won't have it. And if he, if he comes into that ground... It'd be a bit like that. Chelsea fans never accept it. No, he's, he's going to have to produce work. something special. Hello and welcome to another episode from A View from the Bullins with me, Mick Kemp. Michael Ball and Lee McLean. Ballie, a lot's happened over the last 24, 36 hours. Obviously, Rafael Benitez, his name is cropping up more and more now. What are your thoughts on Rafael Benitez becoming the next Everton manager? Um, he's been a name that we've probably been, been mentioned a lot on social media over the maybe last time before we brought Ancelotti in. Um, but I think it's going to be a huge gamble and a mistake. Um, Miss Hughes obviously wants to be involved in this process of bringing a manager in um, we've spoken in the past the managers are available none of them are really screaming out at me for we need to definitely bring him in um, but I understand we're not in a rush you know you know, it's the summer we haven't got a game coming up we need to take our time I feel this is going to be our biggest sign of the summer make sure we get this right and we need a manager who we hope will be the future of Everton Football Club for four or five years' time. And will that be Rafa? No, I can't see him being at the club in four or five years' time. 
if you're successful, you may move on again to bigger and better things again. And because you live locally, it doesn't give them the right to to be an option for Everton's manager. I think Mishiri is underestimated and the fans. Um, since the, the leak or the news of his second or third interview, um, the negative reaction on social media of the past 12 hours or so, I feel that any decision will be halted right now um, and let things calm down. Yes, of course, he was a great manager, but it was for our arch rivals. Um, I feel a bit embarrassed that we're even having discussions. You know, yes, he's a good manager, but not for us. Uh, I don't think he's the right manager for our fans and for our football club. Um, if you listen to other pundits, other ex-Everton players and um, and the social media, what has he done in the last five years or so to warrant to even have a discussion with us? We've had Ancelotti, didn't really work. Um, Mashiri's gone in and bought Koeman, he's gone and bought uh, Marco Silva, hasn't worked. Um, and I feel he needs to sit back Um and really just trust in his football staff to make the right decision. Um, because I think while he's throwing funds after funds at our, you know, our, our brilliant football club, he's finding a way to embarrass himself as well as embarrassing our fans. You know, imagine the derby. You know, Liverpool have him on flags at the cop. Imagine them singing his song he's, and he's our manager. How embarrassing that will be for our fans if, if, he's, if he win. It'll be sort of great for a short period of time. But look, I've looked at the fixtures and the fixtures look pretty simple and easy. Um, it reminds me when Ronald Koeman was first manager, our first six or seven games were pretty easy and our hopes were up and high. But as soon as we had the bigger games and our form dipped, it turned toxic. And that was under a guy who had no affiliation to our arch rivals. If that's under Rafa Benitez how toxic will Goodison be straight away after a couple of bad results? And I can't see it being our manager in the future for the long period of time. So why are we even having this discussion? Um, maybe the club has sounded out these little leaks here and there. We, you know, Nuno, um, last week we thought was a, a done deal. and He was even like one to 12 with the bookmakers to, to be our manager. Rafa is like one to three at this moment in time. And I've just got a, a little sneaky feeling that the club are trying to gauge the fans. Where are we sat? Who are we, who are we after? Who do we want? And, and because the candidates are not ticking every box, yes, you know, the fans are going to have the opinions. Yes, we'd like to try and wipe out what he did to Liverpool, but you can't. You know, he's uh, he spoke badly about our club. He's come out recently and said it was about lost in translation. He meant a small team, but he could have rectified that at the time. You know, it's, it's years, years on. And now, because he lives locally, he wants to come to our small club. Um, no, not for me uh, whatsoever. Um, if he does become a manager, yes, we'll back him. And yes, we will support him. But I don't see it really happening, to be honest. I just feel the, the outpour of social media in the last 12, 12 hours or so has shown the disappointment of last season under Lancelotti, the disappointment that we had under him. Um, and I think being linked with all these not sort of age and managers. I don't want to be saying age against us, but I'd love a manager to come in who gets to know how Everton fans tick. And we would like to play fast football. We like to play positive football. Um, and hopefully we can find a manager who can play that that system to get the crowd up on our, up on the feet. And 
we spoke about Duncan in the past. There's pros and cons under everybody, but for right now, for everyone's available. You know, people are saying Duncan can only do it short term. How do you know? Who's told you? He hasn't been given the opportunity. You know, he he came in at difficult moments. The, the new manager was in the stands, and that was the, the most poor performance they had. But that's understandable. That's not Duncan's fault. That's the player's mentality of I'm under Duncan Ferguson, but the new new manager Carl Ancelotti is in the stands. He's watching me. They're going to be nervous. What does he want from me? So yeah, that game against Arsenal was, was very poor. But give the fellow a chance. He he gets ever he knows Everton inside out. I don't really understand why we're taking so long. Um, he must feel personally let down from the club that there's talks of and he says there's even talks of even Steven Gerrard there's talks of other young managers um, who haven't got a clue about Everton tick um, so I feel sorry for Duncan um, and I really do feel with the people who we're getting linked with that he's still my number one um, we don't know what he can do the long term yes but it's a gamble worth taking it's a gamble to go. You know, when people say, well, Duncan asked for 110% each and every week. Well, doesn't Conte ask for 110% every week from his players? Mancini. That's the level every manager would want from the players. That drive and commitment and passion and desire that's lacking in our football club for, for numerous years because we play this slow, technical football. We haven't got the players and the ability to, to do that week in and week out. And our consistency levels have been shocking. Duncan demands passion, demands desire. And that's the minimum requirements to put that blue shirt on. So if that's a negative, you know, to me, that's a positive. And if the players aren't up for the fight, jog on, go. You know, if the, if the players under Ancelotti come in, don't really want to start pre-season and have a fight with the players who probably being out of the squad are going to come back in or feel it on a, on a clean slate with, a, with the new manager. New faces will come in and have that fight and battle to, to win this, a, start, a shirt for the starting lineup. That's what you want at your club, and that's what drives competition. That's what drives success. If they don't want to do that, go. You know, we'll find replacements. The club will still be there, and we'll find players, and we'll trust in Marcel Brands and the recruitment and the scouting team at Everton to to bring players forward. You know, we'd like to be all smooth sailing. We'll bring somebody in, but it's the summer. We've got time on our hands. The Euros are. There's players probably. A lot of clubs are looking at whether they're going to actually go and. By, by them before the Euros, during the Euros or after the Euros and transfer fees will be up and down. We still haven't got a manager in place, which is disappointing, but this is the time and probably a perfect time not to have a manager where you can sit back, interview everybody who's available, even interview managers like we have in the past who, who are at other clubs who could be of interest um, and get the decision right. Um, and I'm just hoping that the club do listen to the fans, listen to the outpouring of the fans. And yes, look, we're not always right, but we just know for the long term of our football club, Rafa Benitez, I feel, won't be the right decision. Lee, it's interesting, isn't it? I, I can fully understand, you know, Everton's board are probably a little bit concerned about the fan reaction to the potential appointment of Rafael Benitez, but it's then hard to see why, isn't it? Why have Everton interviewed him three times if they are going to be concerned. Why would you even go that far with him? No idea, Mick. I mean, it's really, really, you know, in, insightful to hear Borley talking with such passion there around the topic. And it does make you think, obviously, you know, 24 hours has passed now since our last conversation on it. And I think I, I've said, you know, whoever comes in, if that is Rafa Benitez, we've, we've got to get behind him if it, if it does happen. 
because we've really got no no choice on the matter if it got that far. But I don't want to confuse things. You know, it, it wouldn't be my choice. It's certainly not my preference. Um, and I've got to say, the reaction that I've seen since last night has been, you know, it, it's been a real eye-opener. You know, that we're not talking like a 50-50 split here amongst Evertonians. It's a, it's a 95%, 5%, and that's been optimistic against this decision. Um, it's been really, really toxic, the reaction. Um, and you can understand why. All of the points that Paulie's gone into detail about there, obviously I don't need to repeat those. They're all absolutely spot on. Um, you know, there's, there has been ex-Evertonians, ex-players, ex-managers um, coming on and, you know, saying why this is all wrong for Everton Football Club and you, and you can see why. In terms of his credentials and why we've interviewed him three times, again, that, that's, a, that's another story. I'm sure we can all imagine being sat in a room with Rafa Benitez. I'm sure he talks a great game. He's a tactician. Um, you know, I think if you were in his presence, I think he would impress. He'd, he'd you know, probably get across a vision for what he'd want to do um, and why he's right for the role. So you can understand that, but, you know, you've got it. You can't ignore the reaction of the support. These are the, these are the people who really matter at a football club and Evertonians have been incredibly vocal in saying, no, we, we do not want Rafa Benitez at our football club. We can't forget what he said. We can't forget that he's, He's been jumping up and down on a stage with a guitar, singing, you know, Ring of Fire with a group of Liverpoolians dancing around. You know, the, it's images like that that Evertonians just can't get out the head. And, you know, I, I can't speak for all Evertonians and saying I'd be okay with it, you know, because I, I could probably get on with it, but a lot of people couldn't. So the people in charge, the people making this decision, if it is Mashiri, I think he would be negligent if he was to not take the advice of the people here. And, and think again, because I just can't see any good coming out from this appointment. If, if they were to go forward with it, it's just got danger and it's got a very, very short spell written all over it. So we're just going to have to see what today, tomorrow brings. But I think what Borley's just said there and that, that passionate, you know, 10 minutes or so listening to him has certainly got me thinking a little bit differently. And I'm sure... A lot of Evertonians are going to agree with every word that he said. Paul, did you then blame the Everton board? You know, they've interviewed him three times. And what we do know is that Rafa Benitez has impressed the board with his interviews. And he, like Lee said, he does clearly talk a good game. So they've completely misjudged the fans. But if they now don't go with Rafa, do you now think they, they look like idiots themselves? Yeah, possibly. Um, look, I don't understand. You know, I do understand why they're going to speak to everybody available. Um, and pick and choose the, the good points and the bad points of each candidate but I just do feel the board um, and, and the owner have misjudged the fans massively you know I probably thought there'd be some negative remarks from it all but the way I seen it last night and this morning um, the embarrassment you get from even your Reds mates sending your messages um, we don't we don't want any more embarrassment at the football club uh, and I think the the board upstairs have totally misjudged it, you know, but, and it's, if you just look back of what, when it's happened to other clubs, there's not many clubs it's happened to, you know, it's probably happened more recently with you know, Jose Mourinho, Chelsea and Spurs, you know, it wasn't the right fit straight away. You know, yes, we, you know, Jose 
we brought her in a trophy and he, he was took away from the week before a cup final. But it was just negative, you know, and the, the Spurs fans couldn't take to him. He couldn't take to the Spurs. And I just feel it's going to be the similar type of atmosphere if it, if it is Rafa. Um, you know, probably lots of it's happened before George Graham, maybe and Glenn Hoddle as well. But you know, recently, if you look at Jose Mourinho, whether his tactics still work on Monday football is another question. But it's sort of that embarrassment for, for Spurs fans where Jose Mourinho hasn't won a trophy, the only club he hasn't won one was at Spurs. And I feel if, if Rafa comes from Everton, that could be the embarrassment we get from, from, from the other side. So, yeah, he's had three interviews, which is very surprising. Um, They've got to get it right. They've got to make sure whoever we bring in is ticking every box for, for everybody. Um, the fans, the board, Marshall Brands. And at the end of the day, we we know now um, Brands and Ancelotti didn't really see eye to eye on, on transfer targets. And, and it's a recipe for disaster. And we know everywhere Raf has been, he has pushed the ball to the limits. You know, and don't be... Shocked if he does come to the club and he, he starts asking for transfer targets which are unrealistic and probably a go against Marcel Brands, which is maybe right or wrong, but he's had it everywhere he's been. And that's why he's in the situation. That's why he's he's not a manager, because his demands are, are far, far higher than and some clubs. Um, you know, and if he comes to the club, that's probably gonna happen again. You know, he's probably saying all the right things right now and say he'll probably work alongside Marcel Brands and he'll have the say of transfer transferred um, additions but what happens when we have a few bad results who who starts the finger pointing is it Rafa pointing to Brands going these aren't my players you've gone against the, uh, who I wanted to bring in um, so yeah we'd like to be all smooth sailing and winning every game and you don't have that problems but we know as Evertonians you, you're going to have ups and downs throughout the season and you, we need the players the fans the whole club going in one direction and I fear of Rafa is there that's not going to be the case you're going to have so many supporters not really supporting Rafa to be going the game some fans won't even be bothered going the game and you just don't want that feeling you know we've, we've had this COVID situation we can't wait can't wait to get back to Goodison and cheer the boys on and just the last thing we need is some negativity around around our football club before the new season's even started Lee if and it's a big if at the moment if Rafa Benitez was to be appointed Everton manager do you think he should box clever and probably appoint a couple of ex-Everton players to his members of staff um, I'm not sure what difference that would make me if I'm completely honest um, I think that a lot of the damage has already been done for a lot of Evertonians and no matter you know he could he could appoint Dixie Dean um, and, and I think he'd still be fighting a losing battle from day one and that's the problem. Um, there's, there's just so much that could go wrong here. Bawley's right. We've been handed a, a, a kind opening to the season. If you look up until November, really, you know the fixtures are quite favourable, and there's a chance to get off to a flyer. But you're right. You know what what happens when you know a, a couple of poor performances start to trickle in. Um, you know, and, and the style of football perhaps isn't to the liking of the Evertonians, and then the derby, like like Bawley said, they. It doesn't even bear thinking about, does it? You know, we're going to be a laughing stock. You know, when, when Benitez comes out onto the touchline and, all, and them lot are all cheering and going nuts and singing his name, you know, it just doesn't sit right, does it? And the more you think about it, the more you can understand the reaction from the fans. So, you know, he could do that. You know, you know, straight away, I'm sure he'd be pressed in any interviews and press conferences on the comments that he's made in the past, and he'd he'd have to come up with more of an explanation and. You know, probably apologise, go as far as apologising to the fan base for 
saying what he did. But again, how many people are going to turn around and accept that and think, okay, clean slate and move on? You know, unfortunately, Everton fans have got long memories and, you know, we're, we're very precious and we're very protective over our club, the club that we love. And, you know, he was very, very condescending and very critical. And, you know, I think it's soured relationships between the fans. I think he did a lot to sour relationships even further between Evertonians and Liverpoolians at the time. I think if I'm right in saying, I can recall it was during his tenure that Everton clocked up 100 seasons in the top flight. And uh, I think Liverpool were the only club not to acknowledge that in some way. Uh, went on a stadium tour and I think every single member of the Football League sent us some token or memento uh, to mark that achievement, apart from one. Um, and, you know, you, you wonder whether, you know, what, what impact did Benitez have over that? So it's all these little things that you just think about. And listen, we've got a demand and we've got a very vocal fan base. And you could, you could do all of these things that you've just spoken about, Mick, but I'm, I'm just not convinced that it would get enough people on side um, and, and again great, another great point from from Borley there we've we've now been 18 months since we've last stepped foot in Goodison Park and you think back to the the back end of Silva Martinez's tenure where the, the, the fan base was so divided and so split it wasn't a, an enjoyable place to be Goodison Park a lot of the time um, and you don't want any repeat of that we want someone to come in that the whole set of supporters can get behind and, and be enthused about and think, yeah, yeah, he, he's the man for me. And Rafa, Rafa Benitez is, is not that guy, <laughs> let's be honest. So I think if, if the club have done the research and sounded out the fans, they'd be stupid to ignore this reaction. And, you know, we'll just have to wait and see whether they do or not. I'd be very surprised if they did. One thing we can't do though, Bawley, is, is blame Rafa in this scenario. You know, he's he's been asked to go to an interview three times and he's obviously excelled in the interview. So, again, a big if if he was to take the job. We can't blame Rafa for taking it, can we? It, it does land with the board, this one. Um, Not really, no. Um, you say loyalty in football. We always ask it as fans, where's loyalty in football? And the only loyalty we, we always seem to come across is from the fans and the fans' loyalty to their football club. He's become a legend across the park. Um, so obviously his loyalties don't matter to him if he wants to even have discussions with their rivals and not just once, if it, if it is two, it's three times. So loyalty to him doesn't mean much and his legacy for what he's done for them lot across the park. So yeah, he, he is to blame. He could easily say, no, I've got too much uh, loyalty for to Liverpool to give me the opportunity to, to do what I did there. I've got history there and I feel it would be wrong to... Um, to become the manager of their of their rivals, so yeah, no, I I blame both parties to be honest. Um, and I think Liverpool fans would have would have liked it a lot more if if that was the case. Um, you know, but you know, since obviously he's moved on, you know, I, I don't know how long it's been 10, 11 years or so. He hasn't sort of rocked the football world, so it really sort of questions me. You know, yeah, he does tick the boxes of experience in Premier League. He knows the Premier League, but has the Premier League moved on? You know, since last time he was sort of pretty successful, um, he's got the huge experience in Europe. That's fine, but there surely must be somebody you can take every box that every Evertonian can get behind and fully get behind for for many years to come. And I feel Rafa isn't the one, and he does need to take blame in, in this situation as, as well. 
So, Borley, what are you expecting now from the Everton board? Obviously, it's sort of been leaked over the last 36 hours that Everton, obviously, we're talking to Rafa, the reaction and, and obviously the chaos that it's now caused. What would you now expect the Everton board to do? Go back to the drawing board and, and look at the shortlist and, and go again? Yeah, possibly. You know, I feel, you know, we thought a couple of weeks ago, as I said earlier, it, it was going to be Nuno. Um, then we, we had strong sort of links and leaks that was, you know, it was going to be um, Gautier. And now, obviously, the last few hours, it's, it's Rafa. Um, look, there's still time, you know, before the season starts. And, you know, but we like to see someone be the face of our football club as soon as possible. But they've got to make the right decision. They've got to listen to the fans. Um, and I feel that, you know, there'll probably be many managers and many candidates they spoke to that we haven't heard about. Um, and maybe have to revisit who else is available. Machiri maybe have to have. Um, a look at him in the middle himself. Does he need to get involved in, in, in this process? Um, can he trust his football staff to make the right appointments and move our football club forward? Or does he want to try and please the fans again by getting involved and thinking a big name will sort of cushion the blow of our, you know, the, the, the loss of Ancelotti and our poor performances last, last year? So, Look, we, we don't know what this board's all about. You know, we've we've been shocked in the past. Um, we were shocked when Ancelotti come in. You know, they could pull something out of the bag again. Um, but I feel in the next maybe ten days or so, you know, it'd be it'd be, it'd be great to get someone in to be the head of our football club. And and fingers crossed, um, it's the right decision. Uh, and I feel the board, Brands, Bashiri, Bill Kenwright, you know, they do all have. I say, you know, I think Mashiri does listen to them all, but at the end of the day, I think Mashiri actually presses the button himself. You know, I think he's had in the past discussions regarding managers he come in with Kerman and maybe Fat Sam, but he he listened to the advice, but he made the decision himself. Um, I feel maybe now he needs to learn his lessons a little bit. Yes, we are grateful at the amount of money he's, he's pouring in, but majority of this money is probably down to his bad decisions of bringing a manager that hasn't worked, hasn't suited our football club and the amount of compensation we've probably paid out for them. So why not trust in your football staff to make the right decision? If it doesn't work, you can point the finger. Um, so yeah, we just want everyone to be on the on the same page, don't we? Fans, the board and, and going in that right direction and fingers crossed, you know, we get some good news and we can start the season and start looking forward to the season with um, a bit of Fingers crossed, it's a bit of success and a bit of passion to, to, to kickstart the season with a, a manager above us who we can all get on board and, and, and follow. Mm. Borley, do you think it's going to be maybe a slap in the face if the club continue the talks with Rafa Benitez and actually proceed with his appointment? Whereas, obviously, with everything that's just happened over the last 36 hours, if the club were to appoint him, do you think it shows that the club are a bit out of touch with the Everton fan base and probably... <laughs> don't really care what the fans think? Yeah, I think you're spot on. Um, you know, maybe a week ago, um, there's talks and you're trying to convince yourself he could be the right man, he could be, the, you know, he could be the one for us, it's what we need. But the more you think about it, there's more negative than there's positives. You've got to look about our squad. What can he get the best out of this squad with? You know, we're not going to be bringing in six, seven, eight new players. That's not going to happen. So it's basically going to be the similar squad, but maybe two or three additions. You know, Ancelotti struggled, you know, to, to get the best out of this squad. So what makes Rafa can as well? Um, 
So I just feel if the board do make this decision, that you know the fans have already just renewed the season tickets, and there's a lot of them. You know, in my WhatsApp groups and and people who you speak to are not willing to go with the game. You know, and whether that's right or wrong, it's the sport of Everton Football Club, but they just find it very difficult. It's very raw right now with the, you know, the news of Rafa Benitez being even linked with the football club. So if the if the board, Marcel Brand and Machiri don't listen to the fans, it, it's not going to all end and, you know, it could all end up in tears, really. At the end of the day, we want a full pack of some park, cheering the boys on. We don't want it to be split. We don't want it to be half empty. You know, so the decision is obviously going to come from upstairs, but they obviously need to take everything in account and, and the fans are a massive part of that. And there we go, guys. Thanks to Borley and Lee for joining us as always. We wait with bated breath, take a deep breath, and we'll wait for more news to come out of Goodison Park. In the meantime, stay safe, take care, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.